Wow, my allergies. We're live. The audio difficulties, technology difficulties seem to be a pattern on this show. We, we are at 31 minutes late. Mr. Reuter. Hey, we're That's 45 minutes. Call. We're 45. We're 45 minutes late. You pushed it back 15 minutes. Uh, well, no, because I texted you all and said between 845 and 9. So that I, I created a buffer for myself. Did you read the text earlier? Fair, I did. Matt, you're going to have to put the microphone close to your face. I can't hear you. Okay. Perfect. Try not to mess it up. Um, this is the New York Fellows podcast, episode three, actual three, because we mess up two, which is two and a half. But this is episode three. And the last time we spoke, we were talking about our New York Knicks and we gave our predictions for the NBA playoffs. And, uh, I believe some of us said the Knicks would win game one. I think Matt did. And all of us were correct. The Knicks won game one, one Oh one 97 in Cleveland behind a pretty good performance behind, uh, Jalen Brunson, who was in early foul trouble. I think he had three in the first quarter. Um, and had to sit, I think, a majority of the first quarter. And then I think he came in in the second, maybe towards the end. I can't remember. But he finished the game with 27 points. Um, hit some big shots down the stretch at the end of the game. But I think the X factor and the reason they won goes to Josh Hart, no doubt. Easily. 17 points off the bench. Um, he was just – he's a bulldog. So I think I posted that interview and said he's a bulldog. Matt, how pissed off are you? Why Why is the narrative that I'm going to be pissed off when the Knicks win? Uh, that should be the narrative Celtics. for Mike when my teams win and he gets happy because he's a dick. Well, you're a Celtics fan, so naturally you should be upset when the Knicks win. <clears throat> Even though you Celtics did say fan. they would win game I'm not, one. I would not define myself as a Celtics fan. I would. If it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, is it a duck? Yes. Uh, Dude, that's, that's the type of insight bad. you're going to get on this show. Oh, yeah. um, how'd you guys think uh, Randall played? That's a good question. Um, for Biggest rebound of the night. Yeah, no, I agreed. But coming off, coming off of two weeks off with no limited to no basketball activities, I thought he looked pretty good. Um, had a little bit of that Randall. How many points did he stuff. have? Uh, 19. But, um, Eric, where did you watch? Did you come into the city to watch? Yeah, we were in the city, but we just we just ended up staying at a, at my friend's apartment, just watching it there. I'll tell you it who was I good, though. I mean, I, I don't think I, I'm looking at the, the box score right now. I don't think you could say anybody played poorly. I mean, quickly 0 for 5. Poorly. Quickly, quickly 0 for 5 from the field. Barrett 2 for 12 from the field. Yeah. Um, but I guess yeah, Brunson picked up all the uh, all the slack there. Yeah, I mean, but Barrett was, in my opinion, he shot terrible. He played pretty good defense. I think he had a steal in the first quarter, which led to a point, but uh, two points. Yeah, but, yeah. He just he can't shoot. He can't. I mean, shoot I'll be honest. Ball. I'll be honest. I had a few drinks in me, so um, yeah, I didn't realize how poorly he played. But two for twelve from the field. Minus 13 point differential. Um, doesn't look like he had a great night. No, I mean, I, he had one big three, I think. And again, a couple defensive 
good stretches, but I mean, he can't shoot. And he lit, like, I was texting, I don't know who I was texting. I think I was texting you guys when he gets the ball, right. He's got to, he's got to drive to the hole. I think that's where his, you know, where he's best suited right now because he can't shoot and he hasn't been able to shoot all year. I mean, he's still, I think he was still averaging like 20 points a game or something like that, which is pretty good. But, um, right now you just, he's a liability behind the arc and he's best suited to just drive and, and try to get fouled and, and go to the line. But yeah, I think overall the game, um, I think the Knicks led probably majority of the game. I think, I think there was a time where they were down by a little bit, but they, they yeah, led yeah, it was the wire, pretty much wire to wire. And then the Cavs took the lead with, with two minutes left. And they just from there on out, just I think what, I think I did the game on a, on a pretty good run, right? Yeah, it was 92, I think, 90, 92, 91 with two minutes left, and then one key they kind of took play. over. One big play in the game that I that stuck out to me was that Hartenstein tip um, offensive rebound, which reset the the game clock because I think it had hit the the hit the rim, so it restarted. But yeah, there was some some good big key moments in the game, and uh, you know Brunson had an amazing game one. I mean, he did well for the cat, or excuse me, did well for the the Mavs, I think, last year in the playoffs, right? Because Luca was kind of not doing well, or if he was doing well, they both were doing well. I don't remember, but yeah, yeah. The, um, he wasn't an All Star this year, the, which is wild. The play the night, play the night was definitely hard. Getting the ball four seconds left, seeing the shot clock, and then hitting the three. I think that's got to yeah. be the got to be the play of the night, right? Yeah, no, it was it was a good game. It, it, it was great. Couldn't have asked for a better game. I mean, it's important to steal game one on the road. You come back home on Friday, um, one and one. You know you'd, you'd rather be in that position than zero oh and two. Obviously, you'd rather be up two zero. Oh. But coming off of a win like that, you think the the Cavs are going to regroup? Because let's be honest, they had no offense besides uh, Donovan Mitchell. I mean, Donovan Mitchell yeah. went on a ten zero run himself. It was crazy. Um, and I kept saying like, yeah. don't get beat. You can't get beat by Mitchell. You can't get beat by one guy. Even though like. It's very possible. That's the majority think, of NBA games. They get beat by one guy. Teams usually yeah, but, beat by one guy. Yeah, but the, look what the Knicks had. They had Brunson, Randall, Hart, Toppin had nine. Like, you know, they got they got uh, people that contribute, whereas the Cavs, I mean, Mobley had a few dunks, uh, you know. Um, the guard there, I can't remember his name. Point guard had 17, I think. Yeah, Garland. Yeah, quick shout so out! Quickly, quick shout out to yeah. my uh, quick shout out to my boy Chris Levert laying an egg, my Michigan man. Average, I think he averaged like double digits on the on the season. Only had three. Matt, what's your favorite college basketball team? You got like ten or twelve, right? Duke. He's a piece yeah, of Matty shit. Duke. Knew. Okay, Duke. Do you not know that? You go to BC games. What else? Yeah. So why does it that I go to games and that makes me a piece of shit fan? I'm a. Do Duke you have fan, a Louisville jersey? Do you have a Louisville jersey? No. Do you have an Oregon basketball jersey? No. He has a hoodie. Yes. Fake. You're a hack fan. You're a hack fan. Why? Because I have a hoodie. If you were a real fan, you would you would live in North Carolina right now. That's no. That's stupid. No. Then you. Whose phone keeps buzzing? Right now, if you're a real Knicks fan, like what? What does that mean? Whose phone I live keeps in New York. vibrating? Hello. All my teams are in my city. What? I no, it's not. I keep hearing a buzz. Not me, brother. Eric quickly grabs his phone off the desk. Eric, you're over time. I mean, my phone, my phone was going off, but it's impossible for, that you that you could have heard that. 
Yeah, well, it probably was you, Mike. And all, no, my phone's on a bed. It's probably user error. And all the listeners are going to have to hear that buzz. The all the listeners. Quick t- the buzz. Matt, your mic situation is driving me insane. You might as well just take your headphones out. What's our What's our price point yeah, for, Friday? for Friday? Price right, point that's not going to work. Biggest point for Friday. What does that mean? No, price point. Price, point, is, price is, point for game three. Yeah, but we can't do this with this real value. Wait, Friday, what do you mean? Off the rails for the game, Matt, to go to the next game. There's an echo. You you can hear an echo? I heard an echo right after he took his, his ear. It, yeah, no, out, it's gone now. He fixed it. Yeah, okay, it's gone. Um, First point for Friday. Uh tickets right now I think are like three hundred is the average. I'm not I can't I'm not doing that. One point seven saying, million. What would it have to be, I'm saying? Oh to I'd go. Two would be mm-hmm. I, I'd be okay with two, but you're not gonna get that. You're not gonna get two. You Would you go, two Eric? What's you? Four, three. What's mine? Yeah, three, four. I don't know. I he's addicted. If I don't to basketball, if I don't have anything, I'll probably be there. How do you guys have so much money? Uh, I mean, you both have country club memberships. You're fresh out of college. I, I don't understand. Because they don't live in a building in Upper East Side Manhattan with a doorman, so they can spend money on other stuff. Yeah, I don't My know who lives on the Upper East Side in a door with a doorman either. You idiot. All right, wherever you live, I don't know, dude. I don't care about New York. Chelsea. For the listeners. Are you Upper West Side? I don't no, know. No, we're not great talking for, Chelsea. Yeah, great for throwing out my location to all the listeners out there that are going to. Oh, I you thought you were talking Chelsea fo- Chelsea soccer. Oh, no. Absolutely not. We <laughs> won't talk about Um Prediction. To be, fair, to be fair, Mike, you threw out Eric's last name in the beginning of this. So if you want to talk about not throwing out. Yeah, but his last name is on social media, too. So I also tagged, I tagged all of our Instagrams, yeah. Yeah, that was dope. Um, predictions for the game Tuesday. Did you pull that off the show notes, Maddie? Yeah. No, I you're not even on there. Nasty. I put it on there. No, I did. I said game two. Game two Tuesday. Keys to the game. No, I. What are the odds? I, what are the odds we see Hart starting lineup? Uh, Hart zero point zero zero. Slim, slim, slim. Zero point zero zero. Don't change I, it. I don't think you change it either, but he's just so much more effective than Barrett. That was his first playoff game too. Barrett is Barrett was poop. That was <laughs> there we go. Excellent, excellent. A key contributor uh, to the conversation. Well, I call it how I see it. I can't, I can't make it up. He was poop. He's an honesty broker. Nah, I know you don't okay. like that. Yeah. But. Yeah. All right. Is anyone else's allergies just like out of control right now? Because mine were for a few days. My eyes are uh, crazy. No, it's not good to itch them. Probably shouldn't be. Yeah, I know, but it's too far down the road now. We're good. I'm good now. Mine were bad for a few days, but you live in the city. How do you even have allergies? Yeah, no trees here. Nothing. Allergic to all the urine and cigarettes on the ground. Yeah, it's probably all the shit on the ground. No pollen or anything around here. No trees. Nothing. You know what I've been noticing more? As I've been getting older, as I walk outside New York City, I just notice more and more like random fluids and just shit on the ground. Like, I never noticed that when I was a kid. I don't even know what that means. I don't don't know how to respond to that. It's just always there. I know, but like when you're a kid, you don't really realize, but it's just covered in disgusting. Great. Let's get back to the key takeaways. <laughs> uh, yeah, predictions. Back to my notes. 
<laughs> keys to the game on Tuesday. I'll, let me go through what I have here, and then and then we can kind of build the conversation on that. I, I think um, game yeah, two, boss. obviously, yep, that's right. Obviously, in Cleveland, you stole game one. They're going to come out guns blazing, obviously, because you took game <clears> one. <throat> I think the key is Brunson and and the rest of the guys. Randall have to stay out of foul trouble early. You can't, you got away, you got, you stole one, right? You got away with one being having three fouls in the first quarter. Like that's, that's crazy. So you got to stay out of foul trouble, especially early. Um, don't let Mitchell be the only one to beat you. You got to make other guys score, make other guys contribute. Um, and I think uh, you got to continue to play good defense. I mean, they held him under a hundred points uh, in a playoff game. And I know that's, you know, the NBA is all about scoring now. So, Tibbs is a, is a defensive coach, uh, so you got to play good defense, and Brunson especially. I think he doesn't play good defense generally. Um, so if he, you know, can play good defense over, over the next few games in the series, they should do pretty well. When you hear all these stats about these guys that, and even to throw out all oh, these guys play good defense, they have the highest defensive rating, blah blah blah. I just watch these games, dude. Nobody plays any real defense. Like I'm sorry, the even the vast majority right now. I was watching the Sixers, the the Sixers oh, game, shit. and watching like, and I know it's a terrible example, but watching Harden, dude, the guy takes like four steps and then doesn't move, and then he just takes four steps back in the other end, and he facilitates and he'll throw a pass or he'll dump down low. But like, I. The defensive stats, I feel like, like rebounding. How many of these guys average a triple-double? Like Luca averages – like Luca had how many triple-doubles, right? And he gets 10, 11, 12 rebounds. He's one of the worst defensive players in the league, but rebounds aren't even associated with good defense anymore. It's just a stat. I don't know. I just – I don't think any of these guys really play good defense anymore. So I think a defense – it's more about shot-making and who misses more shots. I don't think the defense even matters at all, honestly, because – Look at the quality of defense that you get now. Even yeah. with the playoffs, I thought yeah, it would I go. Mean, yeah, I mean, listen, I think if you were to watch a regular season game, game 40, side by side with game one of all the series, like the defense is obviously better in, in the playoffs. It might not be what you want it to be, but it's definitely going to be better. Like guys are actually going to put an effort in on the defensive side of the ball. Maybe the teams that you're watching just aren't that good. I think the Knicks play good defense. I thought. It wasn't like terrible defense in the Knicks game. But what are you what are you defining as good defense? Because they can say they can say a team that has the They're best not whacking guys and not getting penalty like getting calls like they used to back in the day. But that's not even what I'm saying. What do you define as good defense, I guess? Is that, are you basing it on a statistical perspective? Are you basing it on a on their other guys' efficiency? Because the they base test. a lot of de- Hold on. They base a lot of defensive stats now on shot make like the defender's ability to alter a shot. Most defenders don't alter any of these shots. These guys find ways to get open. Like or they miss or they make it. I just don't not many shots get altered. And I just Do you think maybe it's harder to 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 play defense now on these guys? I think it's extremely hard to play defense on these guys now because everybody can shoot. Everybody can shoot, dude. Everybody can find their own shot and get open. And, like, look at the speed of some of these games. I was watching the the Warriors-Kings game last night. Dude, it was back and forth. Like, literally within five seconds of each other, they're just trading threes because they can get the ball down the court so fast and they can find a way to get open. And, like, they were all making them. I get it. But that's really the only difference between a high-scoring and a low-scoring game now is just who makes more shots. I don't think defense even all Well, yeah, literally, that's how you decide the score. Who makes 
more shots. Right, Maddie. But I'm talking about the ability to alter the shot, right? The ability to act like, like that. Does it even really exist? In no, okay, Mike. I mean, I'm shaking my head and, and I saw Eric like raise his eyebrows too at something you said there a few minutes ago. I was just like, what the hell were you saying? The one thing yeah. you did say though, that I do agree with is it, I do agree. With, yeah, that's right. I do agree with the eye test. Um, and when I think of playing good defense, I think of more along the lines of not necessarily like altering, I guess, altering shots. Yes. But playing help defense, right? Like don't let, don't let a guy get wide open in the corner. You have to switch on ball screens and things like that. Like that is what I consider good defense. Play some help defense. You see a guy in the corner, right? Shade out and, and try and stop him. Don't let him get an open three. If he's going to make that three, like more power to you, like good shot. But like in the, in the case of the, the Warriors and Kings, I didn't watch any of it, but like just knowing how the Warriors play, like they're fast. They can take, they always move. Curry's always moving. So like, it's going to be hard. It's hard to defend that. And like they shoot threes, right? They have like two of the best three point shooters in the, to ever play the game. I mean, Clay had like, 300 plus three pointers this season. Like, that's insane. But, right. Take away, I get it. What I said was extremely like, yes, whoever scores more points wins the game. I get that. I'm talking about, I'm talking about watching the game. It doesn't even seem like defense makes or alters anything. It doesn't seem like it changes anything. It's literally just who is actually making more shots, right? Um, It's more offensively focused and there's significantly less. And like inference on the defense, like even if these guys play good defense, it doesn't matter because you're either getting good shots and making them or you're getting bad shots or making them or like, I don't think the actual, they go through all this stuff and their defensive ratings and all this stuff you see on ESPN, like, dude, it doesn't even matter. Like they, if they're, it's either, if they're making shots that day or they're not. So I don't think, yeah, they got to play good defense. I don't know. Like, I don't I even think, know what, what does that mean? I think the In a modern day NBA though. In the modern day NBA, I guess, what does that mean? The Cavs are a different challenge though, because they they run out two 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 big men in Mobley and and Allen that that don't that don't sit outside the three point arc at all. So it's kind of it's a little bit different than the modern day NBA how the Cavs play. So they that's a good they point. Really, Great. That's interesting. Like yeah, okay, I mean, I I'm, look, I'm looking at I'm looking at it right now. Plays our basketball guy. They're they're nineteenth in the league, which I guess is is right middle of the road, but lower lower in the league in three point shots made, twenty um, fifth in points scored. Um, I think they play more of a traditional brand of basketball on the offensive end. Well, yeah, I see that. Don't have the shooters. I think their I I think their offense is honestly is Mitchell and Mitchell alone. But like in the beginning of the game, they went to Mobley down low and he's good man like he's he's a good ball player and like i think they got away from that a little bit but like mitchell robinson has to play good defense i think when you ask for that matt you said shot altering defense i think you only get shot altering defense in the paint to be completely honest with you you're not going to get it on on a shot on the wing or a three-pointer like it's not going to happen like these guys have so much like the the referees are always looking for like did you touch his arm are you in his landing zone or whatever so like yeah, right. put a hand in the face, right? You can alter a shot by putting a hand in the face, but these guys are so good at shooting, it doesn't matter, right? But um, Hartenstein and Mitchell Robinson can alter shots down low. And Mitchell Robinson, I know he wants to score. He said that a few weeks ago, but, like, you are there to rebound defensively, offensively, and get putbacks. And, ha- you know, he can run the floor, right? You saw that, that alley-oop pass from R.J. Barrett to him, which was great. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think of I think of altering shots inside the paint, right? That's where it comes from. But 
I think it goes to the, the again, when I say defense, I mean defensive rebounds, help defense, communication, all that stuff. It's hard to really, in my opinion, it's hard to measure how does a team like play good defense. I mean, you could look at like the points scored, like holding a team below 100, I guess, is pretty impressive in a playoff game when it's a, a scoring happy league. So I'll mark that up as good defense. But, you know, just fight through the ball screens, help and and rebound. And those are the, the keys for a good defense, in my opinion. Well, that's what you're going to get. That's what that's what Tibbs has been all about for the last yeah over a decade. So, yeah. If, and go ahead. Go ahead. No, go. No, no, go. Um, I was going to say, I think <laughs> we got to let each other breathe. I'm trying to get, I want Eric to talk. Give um, me that. <laughs> but uh, for all the criticism that Tibbs got for like running these guys all year round, like the Knicks did zero like load management throughout the season. They didn't do none because they're a real team. Up. Well, no, they, they didn't have the luxury. To do I, yeah, I wouldn't say oh, they had. Fuck you, Matt. I say, Matt, relax. I would say they don't have the luxury of being able to do it because they need to win every game while they're playing. But I also think it conditions teams mm-hmm. to make a run in the playoffs. I'm not saying they're going no. to, but I think it conditions them because they've built up 82 games of this is our brand of basketball and everyone else is playing a different brand in the regular season because all their key guys are sitting. Like Donovan Mitchell did not sit. I don't think he did any load management off the top. No, of he doesn't. Head. He doesn't. It worked for plenty of years. It worked for plenty of years before this. I mean, I, I heard a stat, Eric, you could probably keep me honest on this, but like, when Jordan played uh, and won those championships, right? I think, what do you have, six? I'm pretty sure he played every single regular season game and every game in the playoffs outside of, you know, when he was injured. And I even think he played, I heard this, that he also played in a majority of the preseason games. You just don't see that anymore. And I think that could work to the Knicks' advantage. Um, that's why I think Randall was able to come back so fast and look pretty good in game one is because he played every single game. So, he, you know, he didn't really lose a step. Whereas, like, Kawhi sits, like, every other day. Steph Curry sits every other day. I don't know. But I, I think the Knicks are put themselves in a good position. I would, I, I actually agree with that. And I do think that does help the Knicks pretty significantly. I'd mark just... it down, mark it down. April 16th, oh. minute 22, right, um, 20, 21 right, so seconds. This makes me want to take it back as soon as you do it. Just shut up. Matt, would you make a bet <laughs> if the Knicks go to, like, the Eastern Conference uh, Championship? Yeah, what's the bet? Yeah, sure. Um, You pay me $50, but if they don't, I'll give you 5 what? No, Come on. it's got to be something more than that. Like, how many ten. games? Who are they playing? Is, right, it, is it a series? That's a stupid bet, man. I'll give you fifteen. But it's positive odds. That is a pretty. That's a. That's almost a guaranteed five bucks in your pocket, though, man. Ten bucks. It's good odds for me. And now he's now he's lowering it from fifteen because you just talked him out of it. All right. Anyways, before that, we can come back to this. If you want to bet, you want me to place, and you want to talk about it on here, that's fine. I'll do whatever. For the series, for their next series, if they advance, whatever. I'm saying I actually agree that I do think this helps them for the playoff run. I don't think it necessarily helps them a ton against the Cavs because the Cavs are kind of built the same way. They didn't – a lot of their guys didn't sit throughout the year, right? So they didn't really have too much load management similar to the Knicks, so they kind of play a similar brand. The other thing I would say about Tibbs is that hard-nosed style that they play, and it's mostly the same guys. I, when I watch the Knicks, I think they actually – one thing that drives me nuts about the NBA now is the how these guys set screens. Dude, I can't stand most of the teams, and I'll actually say most of the time when I watch the Knicks, I actually like how they like 
how they actually play that brand. When Randall's not ISOing and or whatever, or, you know, whatever, and they're just chucking up some nonsense. When they actually run a play, it's like a real screen and roll or something. So that I think that goes that's credited to they don't really have they actually kind of have to execute things better because they don't have the, as much talent or depth or load management to just have KD come down and ISO mm-hmm. dribble drive every yeah. time. I agree. Yeah, you're right. They have to execute on the X's and O's a lot more than other teams. I also feel like um, I heard it again. I mean, any any I heard that that, I heard that, that, that is me. Okay, um, great. Good. Continue. <laughs> um, I feel like any team could say it, but I do feel like it is like all hands on deck. Like everybody wants to be there. Everybody wants to be winning. You could have easily, easily seen like Toppin at one point this year wasn't playing or Fournier wasn't playing or you saw it a little bit with Reddish, how Reddish uh, basically asked his way off the team. But besides that, I feel like everybody's kind of on board and wants to be a Nick, which is refreshing to see. Yeah, they, they know their roles, right? Fournier was a terrible contract. I don't know what they paid. It was like $70 million or something like that. I don't know how many years, but terrible contract. D Rose is just there for, you know, a feel good story. But yeah, these guys know their, their role and we got to stop saying, I don't think we have to stop saying, but like we have to start talking about how Brunson is one of those like players, right? We could say, Oh, they don't have the luxury of having that all-star come down. Brunson is like, He's doing, he's just, he's just shorter and not as like, I don't know, sexy as like KD or something like that. So like, I think that's why he doesn't get it. Like him getting snubbed in the all-star game this year is totally ridiculous. So like, mm-hmm. I don't, we don't have to stop saying it, but like, we have to start having that conversation of like, he is like a significant player in the league. An MVP. I think he gets the adequate amount of credit that he deserves for his I think he could get more. I think he could get more. Way more, man. No, I and think that's that's not, I'm not being a Knicks homer right now. I'm just saying. Go ahead, Eric. I was just going to say quick update on the on the New York fellows parlay that that we never actually published, but that I took. Got it at got the Knicks to win the series against the Cavs and the Rangers to win the series against the Devils at plus four fifty seven. It is now down to plus two thirty four. Not only will you get the most in depth sports analysis, you will also get the greatest gambling advice of all time. Yeah. And you want to know what's we take our own picks. That's the great thing about now, it. Now, I know we have this show thing going on, but you you put up the uh, equity. Are we sharing mm-hmm. in the profits? No. It's not big well, enough. How much I'll you put you know on next, it? I'll let, you, I'll let you know next week. Well, What'd you put on it? Wait a minute. I put I put 100. You're going to let us know next week if it, if it hits. And then, okay, well, yeah, maybe I'll give you some. Yeah, I think we. I think we should do a. I, so I'm just throwing this out here. I do think we should do a large. We should do a somewhat large one that we all contribute in on the Yanks to win the World Series. So we have to talk about. I accidentally did that last year, like I took them in April. I just wanted to see like what it, the payout would be, and I accidentally put fifty on it. Didn't happen, but. I think what Eric had, we should do as like this pod to so to make the playoffs, win the division, win the pennant, and win the World Series. We should tier those as a group. So we have it on here, and we could see, you know, talk about how it's looking every week, you know. All right, we could take that offline, but I agree. I mean, I uh, feel like that's the point of the pod is to talk about the Yankees winning the World Series, so kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, yeah right. I agree. We just take right. it, yeah. So I think we wrapped up our, our uh, keys to the game two. Um, 
we got there in a roundabout way. Haslin two to cover. I'd be very surprised if I'd be very surprised in the next one game two. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. I think you again, but I see. I wouldn't be surprised if you got a performance out of Brunson like that again. I wouldn't. I mean, he scored in his last two games in Cleveland. Has scored like what seventy eight points or seventy seven points, something like that. Like he, he, so that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, Matt, he does get the appropriate amount of uh, attention or accolades, but I think he could get a little bit more. But we'll have to see what how this series shakes out in order to like put him into a different conversation. Knicks um, are a good road team too. That's kind of why they are. Honestly, they a better, I like, better record I like on the road. On the road, yeah, what a better record on the road. You know, there's a theory I think I've heard that like teams come in to play in the Garden, so like they they get hyped for the garden. So like, you're going to lose a game to Charlotte that you should win when you're up by 16 at half because those teams are hyped to play. Like it's a big moment for them. Or you're going to have like the Lakers come in who sit LeBron and AD against the Nets so they could play at the garden. Like you're always going to get the team's best. Not, but you should, nevertheless, you should still win at home. So our schedule is harder than everyone else's. We're both were talking what? What'd you say, Maddie? I said uh, we technically have the hardest schedule in the league. From what I just said, yes, that makes sense. Are you okay? You seem like you're out. Yeah, of I'm just. I'm. I. We're, I'm trying to make like it funny out, a little seem like bit. You're in outer space. No, I'm trying to make it funny here. Oh, allergies. Serious. Are you sure Are it's you? the allergies? It's the allergies. You fucking piece of. Or do you need to stay off the weed and stay off the weed? Bring us back, back here. We 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 do not do that here. Okay. Yeah, it's only legal in New York. Let's get to the Yanks, man. We're at thirty minutes here. Yeah, let's get to the Yanks. You know, coming into this twin series, we had a good win in Cleveland to coming into this home series. It was a four-game series with the Twins. The first game uh, was a game to forget. I think it was it was over in the first inning. I think it was nine nothing. Um, never lost. Yeah, I think eleven bad. to two, and then uh, Saturday. Excuse me. That was Thursday, Friday, right? Friday they they were up three to two. Clay walked a few guys. Um, ended up losing four to three. Uh, we could probably start there, and I think we were texting about it. You know, Clay. He's like showing signs of like beginning first half Clay from last year, but then he also like will show signs of like second half Clay. Um, from last year, so the jury's still out on him. But I, I mean, overall, we know what he can do, and he's pretty good. But you can't walk guys in that situation and then give up. I think a double to Correa, who put him up four to three. Um, you know, the sticks were cold. Um, I think Herman's no Herman started yesterday. Um, yeah, he it was Nestor's game on Friday, and uh, he pitched well enough to win. The saying, but. Um, yeah, Clay just can't walk guys there and, and do that. So then, you know, down in the series 2-0, uh, it's a four-game series. You don't want to lose the series, so the best is a split, and that's what they ended up doing after uh, yesterday and today. And yesterday was, what, 8-1, 6-1? 6-1. 6-1. Um, I can't – honestly, I don't really remember what happened. But this game, we can start with uh, – you know, I think Cole is making an early case to uh, win the Cy Young. He's made, he had a complete, oh, game today, complete game, two hits, one walk, 10 Ks. He's got a sub one ERA, he's 4 0. And the big thing I think we all agreed on when we first talked, I don't know if we were recording or not, but we all said he can't give up home runs and he's given up zero home runs in four starts. I mean, it's still yeah, super early, but 
Um, I mean, he was dominant. Did you see the way he ate the banana in the dugout today? No. You see that? He ripped the banana right in half and just squeezed it right out. And just I can't wait out. for Rodon to get back. Our line. Ugh. Like, imagine imagine he goes out and throws that, and then you just have Rodon up pitching next game. A full healthy rotation is ideal. Which I th- Yeah, I totally agree. Eric, what did you think of Cole today? I mean, he looked lights out. I needed I needed Holmes to get a, a save for fantasy, so I was kind of hoping that he would go out in the ninth, but I'll take it. Yeah, I think he finished with 110 pitches maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Game took like two hours and 21 minutes or yeah, something like should. that. Um, but he looked great from start to finish. Um, you know, I think he's going to break his single-season K record. I think he's had double-digit Ks, excuse me, every time he's went out this year. Um, or Has he really? Him. No, he's had close, but he's had a close. tough. It's like eight or nine. He's had like yeah. 12, 11, I think eight, and then 10. That's um, nuts. So he's doing really well. And that's the guy you need to do well. That's the guy you need to step up and do well. And, you know, he's your he's your number two guy behind Judge, I guess you would say, right? Money wise. Um, he's getting yeah. paid 30, 70 a year. Um, yeah. And he's pitching like the ace that he is. You know, this is the call that we expected to get when he came over from Houston. You want to talk about spider tack and all that nonsense, but uh, he looks great. And, uh, you know, the other key that I took away outside of we could talk about Stanton getting put on the IL. Apparently it was when he hit that ball the other day, which we all thought was a home run. Eric said he watched it like 15 times to try and diagnose when he pulled his hamstring. But from what I saw, it was when he was running into second base. But this goes back to the, to the point we've all made. Run out of the box. Just run out of the box. You don't have to accelerate and decelerate five or six times because it hit the wall. Run out of the box. Be on second base like without even thinking about it. I mean, even Michael K thought it was gone because he gave a home run call, and it did hit the wall to like the three ninety nine mark. But still, the him being on the IL kind of stinks because he actually was hitting pretty well, like not just home runs. He's at like two seventy or something, two seventy six. He's hitting pretty well. I mean, you know. I guess the only blessing is that it's early in the season, but hamstrings can can nag. And how long? Uh, how long is he on the IL? Four to four to six. Yeah, fifteen days. Fifteen days, whatever that means. The days and weeks never add up. I, I don't get it, but um, well, that's just that's just the that's just the minimum. Mm. Yeah, it has to do with like roster stuff because Oswaldo got mm. called up. Yeah, Peraza, excuse me, got called up. So, um, but the other thing I'm taking away from this series is that DJ LeMayhew is, I think, back to his like original form of like just he was hitting the ball all over. Stud today, he's doubles, he's hitting home runs up to that short porch. I think as a right-handed hitter, when you are at your best, is when you're driving the ball to the other, you know, into the gap or driving the ball to the opposite field. That is when you are at like the ball looks like a beach ball coming in. and I know from experience being a right-hand hitter from having a tremendous, tremendous career uh, in high school. Yeah, college, okay. Now in, in uh, New York City softball, just tremendous. Yeah. Uh, and I speak from experience. Um, yeah. I, d- does anyone else feel like feel like after winning those two games, like I feel like pretty optimistic about the season, considering that we're not 100% healthy and like, when that happens, like if that happens, like for a long time, I think that there are they win the the East, like hands down. I don't know. I am I crazy? No, yeah, I'm not hands down. 
I don't think you're crazy, but like, I mean, we said this last time, like, and I think Eric said it, like, Tampa Bay was still 13 and 0 the last time we talked, and now they're 13 and 2. They came back down to reality a little bit. They lost two of three to the Jays, who are a good team. Yanks and Jays are both 10 and 6 right now. Like, um, no, I think we're going to have a, a battle on our hands. It's not like, it's not like, guarantee that we're, you're going to win the East. I mean, that one thing I sent you guys on Twitter today was like the one guy like talking about how the season's shot. It's over. It's done. This team stinks. It's over. Yeah, blah, blah, guy blah, stinks. Blah. It's like, it's like, dude, he's what are you talking loser. about? Like, That's an insane days. take for this far in. I mean, I know I'm over, I'm critical, overly critical a lot, dude. That's ridiculous. First of all, they haven't even looked that bad. And I'd say that amongst other years that in the past, like over the past 10 years when we started our season, I would say we've looked much worse in the past than we do right now. And they're doing things they don't normally do. They're com- like they're getting behind in series. They're coming back. They're winning series. They're getting behind in games. They're coming back and winning games. I mean, the team kind of has a different – it does have like a little bit of a gritty – uh, like outlook right now, which is kind of nice because normally it's just, yeah, we either smoke the ball, kill a team, hit a bunch of home runs, or we'll get blown out. Like they're kind of fighting back. They're fighting back in series. They kind of don't look like they're completely dead all the time. It's kind of refreshing in the beginning of the year to see them yeah, come back in the series. You add Bader back, it just – they turn into a scary lineup. Rodon? Yeah, I think no. – um, Eric, how many stolen bases do you think uh, Volpe has? He's got to be double digits now, right? He's seven for seven. Seven for seven. Oh, seven. Oh. Yeah. Seven for I seven. thought it'd be more after. I thought it'd be more after Saturday. But. That's a crazy stat for this far on the season. Seven for seven. I think when you talk about the lineup is different in the fact that if they don't just hit home runs, you know, you have contact guys like DJ. You have Volpe, who's still, you know, trying to figure it out. He's only in his what sixteenth, seventeenth game, but putting him at the top of the lineup, it just gives you a different look. Um, and a guy who can get it gives on you it. a it's, traditional baseball look, which I really like. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you got speed at the top. You got a guy who can bring him in and move him over. You got another guy, dude. Rizzo, Rizzo, and Lemayhu right now. I'm so I. Uh, they're both so great. I love them both right now. Both hitting. I love all plate discipline. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, and then I love the song that they play for Rizzo, the Italian, the uh, the guitar, the Italian guitar. If anyone's here, heard that. I didn't know Italy had their own guitar. They do. <laughs> it's like a special. It's like a. Spe- it's you know what I'm talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, uncultured. <laughs> but like you said, when Bader comes back, you know, he's a leadoff guy. But I think Volpe's ultimately going to be the leadoff guy, and I think you could put Bader. I wouldn't put him in the nine hole, but you could probably put him somewhere. And so you got Stanton in fourth when he's healthy. You got the Rizzo hitting third. You could put him in the probably, maybe keep Glaber at five and put uh, uh, Bader at six. Let's not forget we're doing this without Josh Donaldson. Yeah, I know. I, I will. Oh, no, <laughs> he's a a good defensive player. I think that's all we can oh, really say. That's, that's the answer every single time. But that's the only answer I can give. Positive, huh? Josh Donaldson stinks. Yeah, well, he's a good defensive player. That's all they have him for. That's the only reason they have him. They love him at third base. They oh, I mean, dude, that's not the only reason. They paid him a lot. They ate a big contract and took him because they wanted him to hit. So, well, but no now shit. he's not that. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, listen. But I think once Bader comes back, the lineup looks a lot different, and I think it works pretty well in their favor. 
I, I say I think the one missing piece right now, and I know I know Eric's going to disagree with this because he already kind of said he did, but I do think, and one of your points that you made that we were talking about is a well. Side note, love biggest Cole stat right now is zero home runs given up. I love that. I don't care about all the strikeouts. Like that's awesome. That's showing crazy improvement year over year. So that's extremely that's that's refreshing to see. I have him not give up any home runs, but dude, I think Clay is. I think we are seeing the similar decline to what we saw with what's his face. Oh, um, huh? Chapman. Chapman. Yeah. I just, he's Piano. progressing down the same way. He's losing his control. He's walking a lot of guys. He's very hit or miss. Like remember when Chapman was in here, dude, he'd have a game where he came out. He was lights out. He'd strike out the side and he was painting everything, painting corners. Then he'd come in the next game. He looked like he never even pitched before. Like you're kind of getting that with clay too much. And I love clay. I do. I love clay, but I, I, I don't think he's the closer anymore. I think he's got to be a seventh, eighth inning guy. And I think you got to try and find a closer. I just, I don't think he's reliable. And if we go deep into the playoffs and we're trying to go deep into the playoffs, I don't trust clay. I don't trust clay to close out games anymore. Who do you trust then? That's what I'm saying. I don't, again, I know it's tough. There's, they're a dime. They're not, they're a needle in the haystack right now to get a good closer. And I get that because there's not that many of them. I'm just saying you got to try to look to mold somebody. You got to try and look for somebody else. Maybe you have a duo that kind of closes out games, which they kind of have that with Wandy, but I don't know. I just don't like him as the go-to. He, I don't have the confidence in him like I had two years ago when he came in and he was lights out for that first half of the year. Like He has that once in a while, but it's probably like one out of every three times he's in. And then the other two, one is are either both very shaky, extremely shaky, or he's terrible. And you can't have that. Like you got to have some baseline of consistency. And when they start to lose that, it's the same decline that Chapman had. And then eventually he's just, what are you getting out of him? Yeah. Eric, do you have a so rebuttal to that? Yeah, I'm not going to press the panic button yet. It's it's April 16th. Has he looked great? No. Um, I don't know. I, I just hope it's kind of the flip-flop of last year where he slowed down at the All-Star break. Maybe he does the opposite this year, and then he's hot for the playoffs. I don't know. I mean, his stuff last year in the first half looked like, looked like he was playing a video game, like just ground ball, ground ball, ground ball. Like maybe if we get that in the second half, then – It'll be a different different story going into the playoffs, but I don't know. I guess you could say that you don't trust him right now, but I still think he's the best option to close games if he's if he's somewhat um, looking like this time last year, like he was this time last year. Yeah, I, I think two points to that, right? Like he's we've seen him do it, so we know he's capable of doing it. One mm-hmm. and uh, two, I think he has the mental fortitude to be able to not fall apart completely like Chapman did. I don't think mentally Chapman was able to, you know, get back to where he needed to be. He also had a lot of stuff going on in his own. Like he kind of knew he was on the way out, right? Because he was pitching so poorly. I think he was a free agent. He got the tattoo on his leg. He was out for 15 days because of an infection, like Mm -hmm. just dumb stuff that you wouldn't necessarily want a player to do. I think Clay has a little bit more of the mental capacity to, you know, correct the, the, the direction and that he's going and get back to what he can do, which we've all seen. Uh, but I agree, Matt. Yeah, he's a little – it's concerning right now, but again. And I'm not pressing the panic button per se, but I'm just saying long-term looking if that's something that we want to think about for an extended run. What about – um, what about I'm just saying like it should I like be John. I like Johnny. What about the wise? I like Big I John. Say, yeah. I love Big John. Wait, what is – Who's, who's Big John? What? That's what I call him, Big John, every time he comes in. Who? 
Never heard, never heard you say that, Matt. Yeah, I've said I, it. That's big job. You've never said that's that. Not gar- that's not garbage. I swear to God in my life I've Wait, said Matty, that. Matty, if that wasn't garbage, you would have said that in our group text when he comes in and does something good, and you have never said that. It's I garbage. still have no idea who you're talking about. He's talking about Loisaga. Oh, Johnny, uh, uh, Johnny Lasagna? Big John. <laughs> that's who I like. You don't John, talk. Bro, he's, he's he's like a team. You just made that up. Really. Dude, toothpick. there's nothing big about him. Right. That's also why it sounds to me. He's 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 <laughs> when he's out there, he's just got the he's just got the confidence. I don't know. Uh, you're, you're digging. I feel like you're digging yourself a hole right now. Man. Matty, no, you are. You're lying through your ass right now. This is so bad. Oh, big John's coming in, guys. I got big. I love Big John. You've never said that. <laughs> yes. You know how many you know how many Yankee games I watched with you in the last three years. So. You've John, never heard me say Big John. No, I haven't. Well, well I guess you can, I think you can start it now. You can put it in, put it in right. the books now. All right, minute 44. <laughs> Big Johnny L. L. He can close games, I think, if you need him to. But yeah, I, don't think we're, I don't think we're there yet. He's also on He's the got IL. got a big demeanor. He's on the IL for 15. It has been for like a week. Also, quick right. to, go back, to go back to the AL East, um, I did do a little bit of research. Um, how you last week talked about the, the Rays owning us last few years. So did Plus, I. I was I wrong. I was wrong about last year. The previous yeah. two years, they did what yeah. they did. Oh, shit. 38, 38, matchups the last, 38 matchups the last three years. Guess the guess the head-to-head. Yankees Probably. are 22. I'm going to say 14. Uh, 21 and 17. Is that 38? But yeah, it's nineteen nineteen. Okay, so about even. So I mean, it's yeah, it's been an even. Oh, it is even. I do, I do, I do. It does feel like the the Rays do get the better of us because, I guess, because what was it twenty twenty when they hit a home run off Chapman for so. Yeah, yeah I guess I just remember all the bad times, which seem like they're more prevalent. But yes, I went back and looked at it too, and I was like, "Fuck, I was wrong about 2022. Because <laughs> twenty twenty two was, I think, Man. we actually. Minute forty six. Yeah, Matt St. John has been wrong. Admit it. That's different between me and you. I just admit it, and I have three times now. Well, the difference between me and you is that I don't say stupid things that I know aren't. Oh, oh, you don't say anything stupid. That's stupid. You're such an idiot. I'm just not all that worried going into it. Like going into a series against the Rays in an empty Tropicana. Like I don't know. It just doesn't have. It doesn't scare me. I get. I, I guess I get more pissed off when they beat us at home, kind of handily, and like I don't know. I just, I just get mad losing to anybody in the division. Like I hate losing. Obviously, I hate losing to Toronto. I fuck them all. Like they also lost. They, I think the Rays just lost a, one of their starting pitchers too. Um, it's a guy who started against the Red Sox on thir- Thursday, maybe. Yeah, I think they. I think he's out. I don't know how long, but he just went to the IL. Um, but they have a pretty good starting lineup, and they don't even or uh, starting rotation. They don't, and they don't even have Glass uh, now. I'm just glad that they don't have G-Man Choi. I hated seeing him yeah, kill he us. Killed us. He killed uh, Cole. Mm-hmm. Doesn't a Rosarina has Doesn't a Rosarina historically do well against us too? Or no? Am I thinking of? I'm not hundred uh, percent sure. I mean that that playoff series, he, that whole playoffs, he's killing everybody. Yeah. Eric, do you remember when they kept like panning to him, like literally ten times they, in, in a span of two I gotta, minutes? We got to go back and watch that because I mean, it, Fox, Mike, it, yeah. It was crazy. Fox literally, it, like every <laughs> every chance they got, they just showed him in the dugout. Like 
doing just nothing. sitting there and just, literally in between every pitch for well, yeah i mean they find their, they find their darling of the playoffs <laughs> and they just it was like it. a cartoon it just happens to be against the Yankees. I don't know. I don't think there's a bias with the announcers. They've all said that, like Joe Buck has said, he doesn't, you know, cheer against the Yankees. But I'm not saying yeah, he's I mean, a these guys have to be fans, right? Like before you were an announcer, you weren't a fan. So there has to be some bias towards something. Oh, all dude, I'm asking is, all I'm asking is, don't give us Bob Costas this year. Oh please. my God, dude. Yeah, oh, he. I cannot stand Bob Costas. He is yeah, the worst. Was a snooze fest. He doesn't let the game breathe. And that? everything's turns, a story. No, you know what I hate? He turns everything into a narrative, dude. As soon as a pitch, yeah. oh, well, that ball is going to change the dynamic of the next five innings. And then, the, oh, <laughs> yeah. like, dude, uh, no, it's not. Just let him play. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it's Yankees Guardians, not not Yankees Red Sox or like Michigan, Ohio State. Like, right. Do you just, remember when? Um, do you remember I was watching on. I didn't see it because I was at the game, but like apparently they had like the dragon from the Game of Thrones like fly over the the stadium on TV, and he would, like his breakdown of the dragon was like it was like painful, so painful to listen to. I mean, he's one of the greatest announcers of all time, but yeah, he is. not for that, not for not for the ALDS Yankees Guardians like making it like it's like. The World oh, Cup dude, final. The one, the one announcer I can't stand who does TBS games, Ron Darling. Oh man, that's who he, usually works with Costas, isn't it? Yeah, but Darling does all. TBS, but I don't know if Costas. Yeah, Costas, he, that was the first time, but Darling is always one, and and Darling may say he has no bias and he wants. Oh, it's bad, but dude, he hates the Yankees in my opinion. He has yes. to. No choice. And yes. he plays it a match. I think everyone's on the same page that they kind of missed Buck in the World Series last year, right? No, I mean, oh, what's his face did a great job. Um, the Dodgers guy. Joe Bucks, honestly, and I, know, I never I never hopped on the bandwagon. Is his name Joel Davis? I can't remember his name. Can someone look up his name, the guy who did the uh, World Series? I know who you're talking about. And he did do well. I just – I never hopped on the bandwagon of people getting mad at Joe Buck. Dude, Joe Buck's calls in some of these World Series games were unbelievable. Like, the way he would call a game is – I think they he was better. will see you tomorrow night. I liked him at baseball better than I liked him – for NFL, to be completely honest with you, I think yeah, he annoyed me more in the NFL than he did doing the World Series. Like, I ah. agree. I like uh, John Schmoltz is pretty good too. So Schmoltz analyzes everything, which is cool, and like you know, they can actually talk about the game and throw. You pitches. know who's good on yes, Paul O'Neill. I could listen to him talk about baseball like all day. I think he's phenomenal. He's a phenomenal. I think he breaks breaks down the game so well. We're pretty spoiled, I think, as Yankees, Rangers, Knicks podcast because. I mean, as fans, because Mike Breen is probably my favorite NBA announcer. Also, who's who's the who's who's the Rangers announcer? Who's the what? Who's Rangers? Rangers? Uh, Play by play on TV. I don't. I don't know. He does. He does a lot of. Who is that? Right? (laughs) No, no. Mike Vaccaro. Big John. Big John. Big John. (laughs) Mike Vaccaro writes for the New York Post. You idiot. I said Dick Vaccaro. No. I know Don LaGreca does play-by-play on uh, the radio sometimes. Like, he splits games with another guy. But, um, yeah, Breen is great. And then um, I mean, Michael Kay's – I think Michael Kay's great. I know a lot of people don't like him. but I like Michael I, I think he's great. I, Paul O'Neill is great. 
I love John and Susan. There's no better radio, but dude, I the yeah, over and the over analysis on everything, especially with the new age game, how they try to analyze things that happen as they're happening and like how it impacts what and it's it's getting a little too much sometimes. Like, dude, they fucking take every pitch and they're just Susan. Like, well, yeah, that's ooh. the I mean, Susan, this is the modern day game and this is what you have to do when you see this beautiful <laughs> hitting right here because the analytics I mean, show us like I mean, listen, he's, he's, he's been doing it for a hundred years. He's good at what he does. Yes. Eric, Eric highlighting the notes. I appreciate that. We are going to talk like three minutes of hockey because let's be honest, none of us know anything. We're just cheering for the New York teams because we're that's New York. Podcast. No, that's not true. I think we're a pretty in-depth analysis. St. John does one, know how. One last side note. Oh, wait, one last side note on the Yankees. We don't get to see Otani in this series, which I actually kind of wanted to. Uh, I think I've heard it's supposed to rain in Boston. So if tomorrow's game gets canceled, then Otani's uh, Otani will pitch against the Yankees. It won't get rescheduled. They won't push it. Well, well no, they, I think it's wait, the last game of the series. series. Series starts on Tuesday. All right. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the last yeah. game of the series. So like it would get pushed, and Otani would start. Which I don't know. That would be pretty cool. So if you want to buy tickets to that game, you should buy them now. Because if Otani does pitch, they're going to go up. Um, anyway, oh, so tomorrow, Tuesday, now. tomorrow the Talking. tomorrow the Boston Marathon. Is it that game? Yeah, Patriots. Uh, yeah. They have the early. They have the early. Yeah, it's eleven ten. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Patriots Day. I think it's called. Um, yes, hockey. Rangers start Tuesday in New Jersey. Um, listen, I think the only thing that I've said for the past like three shows is that <laughs> they're all in on trying to make a run to the Stanley Cup with the they're, acquisitions yeah. that they've had. I don't know much about. I know Kane, obviously. The other guy they got from St. Louis, um, Tarasenko, pretty good. Yeah, and then I know like one of their lines, like the kid line or whatever they call, is like they did pretty well in the playoffs last year. So like, can they get a repeat from those guys this year? Um, mm-hmm. That's the goal. And I think mm-hmm. if you look at like total points scored, I think points. I think it was points scored or goals. Like Mika Zibanejad was like pretty high up there. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was points or goals, but one of the two, he was pretty high up there. Like I've been, I went to two games this year. Like they're fun to watch hockey. I think in general is just fun to watch in person. Um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, he's, he's a stud and the, and um, the goalie, what the hell is his name? Just Yeah. He's got to have, I've heard from what I've listened to, like he's been just up and down. Up and, and I think up and you down. need uh fair Seiko to have a, a, a good series. Thank you for that, Sturgeon. He's got to. He, he's got to have. He's got to be strong in front of that board. No, but it really. No, really, it all comes down to how quick they can move the puck around. And Matt, don't try and hide like you know what you're talking about. Yeah, what is this, dude? You could. You could literally just say what Matt said earlier. They got to score more more goals than the other team, and we'd be like, "Yeah, good point. That's that's exactly right." No, dude. Anybody would have anybody would have heard that. Anybody, if anybody thought that I was actually like a hockey guy and I said that, they would be like, "Yes, good, good point." I don't pay attention. It's all about how they skate, and it's all about how how quick they can move the puck around. When I was at the game, and when I was at the game, all the fans kept yelling, "Gotta skate!" Skate. (laughs) Yeah, they're right. Like, well, no, guys don't want to skate anymore. All right, that's yeah. way different Wait, though, because I actually count. articulated my point after the fact of what I was talking about. Manny's just like, they, they you just guys shoot, think. you guys shoot me down. You don't let me finish. I, I oh, like dude, you were going nowhere fast with that. That was nothing. We saved you there. Yeah, can yeah, we yeah, count we, on you to watch? Can two, we count on you to watch the games though, Matt? Yes, I will be watching. Listen, anybody who's seen uh, the 
the guy when Leonardo DiCaprio ske- steals the checks and Christopher Walken kept saying two yeah two mice fell into a bucket of cream one drowned and one kept churning until it turned into butter and I'm the one that was churning okay, okay. I don't that's, know how that fits anything but idea. that's a funny story all right can we do about, <laughs> can we do picks for this series I know you two don't know much but Eric what are you thinking for the for the series, I total games. Uh, see that in the next five minutes, and then we'll we'll call it there. But someone's got to pull up the games and read them off. Oh, we're doing we're doing all series or, or just Rangers? I Let's think do we all series. Do, well, no, I think we should do. We'll talk I about. Think, the, I know nothing about any of them. Pick all the series. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, okay. So the first game, first game tomorrow, first series is Islanders Hurricanes. Islanders four seed, Hurricanes one seed in the what is that? The Metropolitan. Uh, I'm gonna go Hurricanes in in uh, five. You're a bum because I'm a diehard Islanders fan. That's why I struggle when we talk Rangers. I don't know too much about the Rangers, but the yeah, Islanders. Who, who are you taking? Islanders in has, five. Islanders in five. Matt, who do you have? Uh, Canes in seven. Oh, in seven, Eric. Eric, don't leave me hanging. Uh, I mean, I've right down I mean, the road from you. You're gonna go against your blood. Mm, I'm. I'm, right, I'm do it. Go I love being an underdog. Canes in seven. Canes in seven. I All right. Love uh, being the underdog. Let's go to the next one. Next, next we have um, Panthers Bruins. Uh, I'm gonna go Bruins. I'm gonna go in five. I think they'll lose one just because they had. I do know that they had like an uh, an historical a historical season so there might be a little you know i don't know a little collapse but not even a collapse like they'll lose one i think it's a sweet for me seven bruins in seven good god matt bruins in six they'll lose a few okay what's next um wild stars uh good god just because i know the stars <laughs> are in dallas uh i'm gonna go wild. stars in six minnesota wild is that it? Is that yeah. what they're called? Yeah. I love the Stars as a playoff team, and the Wild are notoriously bad at home during the playoffs for whatever reason. So Stars and seven. I'm going. I'm still. I'm still a Zuccarello guy, so I'm going. I'll go Wild and seven for that yeah. sole reason. Got a little throw in there. That's nice, Eric. All right, what's next? Yeah. Um, we got the Kings against the Oilers. Uh, I do not. I know the Oilers have. Uh, McDavid, so I'm going to say Oilers in six. Matty? Oilers in seven. I don't, I mean, that's all right, I'm, Matt, just John, strictly, I'm just taking something different. Oilers in five, Oilers in five, not enough recent playoff experience with the Kings, I don't think. There's one thing I know about playoff hockey is it goes deep. Okay, it does. You're right. <laughs> Matty, Eric, what are you uh, spewing out? It's just garbage. Like it's all garbage. No, the Kings. Nah. There's no more. Okay, I'll go Oilers. Oilers in five. Oilers in five. And all right. We got. We got four more series. We got Rangers Devils, which we touched on, but I'm gonna go Rangers in six. Yeah, I'm gonna go Rangers six. Rangers in six. Sorry, boys. I love the Devils this year. Devils in six. Oh, you're mm-hmm. a giant. Yeah. I right, love that. Lightning Maple Leafs. Um, I'm gonna go Lightning in five. 
Maple Leafs six. They're back. I just know that the Lightning have been like studs for the last like five years, so that's the only reason I yeah. did that. But they got to fall off the horse at some point. That's no, you're right. I just Thank love John. I love the Maple I love the Maple Leafs. Uh, yep. Their apology letters, to their fans. So I'm gonna go Lightning in seven. So we got a good one. Of that. <laughs> the drought continues. Lightning in seven. They'll lose dramatically at home that game. Last that game seven. Okay, right. I'm gonna go Knights in. Five the, is it? The Jets. The it's 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 Knights against the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, I'm gonna go Knights in six. Just Are Jets the first wild card? What yes, they're they're the one against the one or they're Four. the one from the one yeah. wild card. Yeah. yeah, Jets in six. Jets in seven. And then I will go Avalanche sweep against the Kraken. Avalanche won me a lot of money last yeah, last love that. Is this Seattle? Yeah, Seattle's, I watched this that. Is that was their a first, sweet game. This is their first year, right? Yeah, Seattle's first year. In the no, Seattle Kraken. Yeah, first playoffs. Playoffs. Seattle playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Playoffs. Oh, I thought it was their. When did they? When did the expansion happen? Three years ago. Two. Oh wow. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm getting confused. Something else. Um. I'm gonna go. Who was it? Seattle and who? Avalanche, Colorado. Okay. Uh, Avalanche and six. I said, I already said Avalanche. Oh, Matt. Av sweep. I agree with him. Look at that. And we just went through the whole series. I'm sure none of us will be remotely close to right. St. John will be close to right, but that's the other three of us will probably not. Um, If anyone actually made it to the end of those picks, then credit to you because clearly we're just guessing on a lot of those. You probably shut us off at minute 55. (laughs) All right, fellas, that's uh, episode three. Now take me to jail. Take me to jail. Uh, we'll uh, we'll talk after next week. We'll see where the Yankees are at. We'll see the next series will, could be finished by Sunday. No, because no game Sunday's game four. Is, Sunday's game four. I mean, Sunday's could. game four at one. Yeah, it at could one. Be. Yeah, so it could. We'll, but we'll see. So, uh, lots to look forward to with uh, the NBA playoffs going. Hockey starting on Tuesday for the Rangers, and uh, the Yankees uh, still fighting. All right, fellas. Cavs and six. Oh, stop. Yeah. Peace.